We're all familiar with the Sunday scaries, you know, that sinking feeling you get when Sunday hits and you realize that your work week is about to begin. Mm, Yeah, nobody likes that. Well, I feel like we get a similar feeling when the end of the year comes around, when Q4 hits and you realize you still have a few Instagram or other social media goals that you wanted to hit this year, but you might feel like you're running out of time before the year ends. Well, in this episode, I want to give you a few tips on how to reach your 2022 Instagram goals before it's too late. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Creator Club podcast produced by Creatorly Media. I'm your host, Katie Steckley. I'm a side hustle YouTuber turned six-figure CEO that's obsessed with social media, making content, and building communities. Here on the Creator Club podcast, we dive deep into the social media and content creation strategies that are important to you as a creator. Whether you want to grow on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or with a podcast, we've got advice for you. So stay tuned for my workshop style solo shows and the occasional expert interview. Oh, and by the way, this club is open to everyone. Whether you have one or one million followers, there's a seat for you at the table. So let's get into it. Welcome back to the Creator Club podcast, everybody. I know it's hard to believe that it's almost September already. I cannot believe how quickly this year has gone by. And if you're like me, you might be thinking, oh my gosh, it's almost the fall. I'm kind of reevaluating what my goals were from the start of the year and thinking about, am I actually going to reach these by December 31st? So that's what today's episode is all about. I want to talk through how we can kind of reevaluate your goals and figure out how we can still get you there in these last few months of the year. Also, I have a very, very exciting announcement for you, so make sure you stay tuned till the end of the podcast to hear what that is. If you've been tuning in for the past few weeks, then you'll probably already have a bit of an idea of what I'm going to share with you, but make sure you keep on listening to find out. So with that being said, let's dive in and talk about how we can make sure that you're hitting your Instagram and overall social media goals by the end of the year. The first thing that's very important to do when we're thinking about reaching goals by the end of the year is to reassess what your overall goals for 2022 were in the first place. Come January 1st, we are all very ambitious with our goals. I mean, why not? At the time, we feel like we have all the time in the world. We're very excited and looking forward to what the new year might bring. But Come Q4, come the beginning of that fall season, the wrap-up of the year, we really need to reevaluate our Instagram goals and make sure they still align with where we are currently in our content creation journey. Sometimes your goals need to be adjusted to fit your latest plans and priorities. Maybe you had a financial goal at the beginning of the year to secure a certain amount of brand partnerships by the end of 2022. But maybe midway through the year, you decided you wanted to give digital products a shot and maybe it ended up becoming a really strong revenue stream for you. Maybe brand partnerships are no longer really a necessary piece of the puzzle and so instead, you can shift that original goal and make a corresponding new end-of-year goal to add an additional one or two digital products to your shop. 
you can see how this new readjusted goal still kind of fits in the same lane as your previous goal because it's all about revenue generation and building up your business, but it more so aligns with the direction that you've been going lately. There's no point, you know, eight months or whatever into the year after you've done all this work to have to take a bunch of step backs and work towards something that your past self was thinking about because it might just not be relevant to your current situation. So definitely leave room for that reevaluation and that switching up because you don't need to feel obligated to January you to try to fulfill these goals that just might not make sense for you. It completely makes sense that our goals and priorities might change over time. So I think with this process, the main thing that's important is to just be honest with yourself and remove or add goals as needed. In some cases, you might want to create a brand new goal that you hadn't even considered when you started off the year, especially if you've had like a surprisingly good year when it comes to your goals and you maybe want to push yourself just that little bit further to see how strong you can end off the year. Or maybe the goals that you set in January were, if we're being honest, maybe a little unrealistic or a little too ambitious, it's totally okay to readjust those to something that actually feels like it's attainable for you. Because goals are really only as helpful as they are realistic. If you set off the year, just for a random example, with a goal of like making a million dollars in revenue, and then, you know, by this point in the year, you're like, okay, I've done 10,000. Obviously, it's not helpful for you to continue to have this million dollar goal because, you know, unless you're doing something that I'm not aware of, it's going to be very, very difficult to bridge that gap. So at this point, you know, this is a good opportunity to reevaluate and go back and say, okay, what are goals that are going to actually be realistic and attainable to me and like relevant to where I am right now and what I'm doing in my creator business. So think through that, take some time to really analyze those list of goals that you have from the beginning of the year and think about if they still make sense for you and make adjustments as needed so that you can still use these goals as an actual motivator to work towards growth through the last quarter of the year. So that's the first step, really reassessing your overall goals and figuring out if they still make sense. Once you've got that down and you've got a good set of goals going into Q4 that you're like, yes, I can do this. I can finish out the year strong with these goals in mind. Then it's important to evaluate your techniques and the methods that you've been using to reach these goals throughout the year so far. Sometimes it's not the goal that needs to change, but maybe the techniques you have been using when trying to reach the goal. So let's say you made a goal to increase your Instagram reach, but so far you just really haven't been seeing an increase. Instead of giving up on that goal entirely, maybe instead you should reevaluate your technique, like your content strategy, the various types of posts that you're focusing on, how often you're posting, etc. Maybe it's time to experiment and try something new, especially if you haven't been seeing that movement that you want. Of course, if you've been seeing, you know, slow and steady increases over the year, then I would say now is not the time to completely throw the baby out with the bathwater and start over just because it's not going as fast as you want. This is really if you are thinking, okay, I really haven't been seeing any movement in the direction of my goals at all. Maybe it's time to experiment with something brand new. If you're seeing slow and incremental movement, 
then continue on with what you're doing and maybe try to lean into some parts of your strategy more than others and see if you can figure out what it is that you've been doing that has been working for you and really lean into that even further. Either way, no matter the results you've been seeing or what your experience has been so far, now is just a really great check-in point, a great milestone as we move through the year to pause for a moment and think about what have you been doing so far content strategy-wise that seems to have been working for you and working towards your goals and what maybe isn't helping as much and then lean into what's working and try something new if you're not really seeing the growth that you're aiming for. Another thing you might want to consider, which is totally fair to do, is increasing your timeline. So going back to the idea of being overly ambitious at the beginning of the year, we might not give ourselves enough time to complete a goal. Like I was saying before, if your goal is like make a million dollars or whatever, you might need to give yourself many, many years to get to that, right? So sometimes we can get really excited and overly ambitious at the start of a new year, which can be a good thing. It means that we're motivated. It means that we're dreaming big, but you also might not be doing yourself any favors by giving yourself massive goals and a really short amount of time to complete them. So at this stage in the year, it's a good time to ensure that any goals that you're trying to complete out by the end of 2022 is still like feasible and and reasonable to do in that amount of time. There's really nothing wrong with making some adjustments to make sure you can actually reach those goals. And maybe some of those goals that you set for this year actually really should have been like end of 2023 goals, for example. We all have a reason for being on this content creation journey, and I get it. You want to hit those goals as soon as possible, but remember, this isn't a race. It's all about being persistent and consistent and enjoying the process along the way. There's no point in trying to like delay your happiness or delay your satisfaction with your work until you reach a certain follower count. It's way more important that you actually enjoy creating and you enjoy the process because it's going to take many, many years of process most likely for you to reach your big goals and that's okay because the whole point is that this is a fun and enjoyable kind of project to go about so try to keep that in mind as well when you're thinking about your goals now let's talk about some instagram strategy specifics that might give you some idea of where you can go from here we've really reassessed your goals here to make sure that they are going to be reasonable for you to continue to pursue out to the end of the year and we've looked at your techniques and timeline to make sure that's all in alignment as well so let's talk about some specific strategies that you could maybe adopt depending on your particular instagram goals for the end of 2022 So what I'm about to go through with you is actually related to that announcement that I was talking about at the top of the episode. And this is actually just a little sneak peek or a nugget of what you're going to find inside my new signature course designed to be your travel guide on your content creator journey that just launched today. It's called the Instagram Roadmap. I am super excited to share it with you. I'm going to talk more about it in just a minute here, but I did just want to give you a heads up that what I'm about to share is just a little preview of what you're going to get more in depth inside the course. So I wanted to provide for you a few potential examples of Instagram strategies that you might implement depending on what your particular goals are for this last quarter of the year. So make sure you have a pencil and paper so you can write these weekly schedules down because I'm going to get into detail of what might be helpful for you depending on your Instagram goals. 
Now, before I get into the specifics, it is important to realize, like I've talked about many times on this podcast and on my YouTube channel, that your Instagram strategy is going to be specific and unique to you. And it's also very, very important that your Instagram strategy is sustainable. So if you haven't heard me talk about creating a sustainable Instagram strategy before, then mostly what you need to know is this. Your sustainable Instagram strategy is going to exist at the intersection of three main areas. And those areas are what you like to make. So the kind of content you actually love making, what performs well for your audience. So what kind of content gets you that reach, engagement, growth that you're looking for. And finally, what you actually realistically have time to create. Often I find way too many Instagram strategy advice out there leans too much into that second question there, just mainly focusing on what performs well with your audience. So what gets that reach, engagement, etc. And yes, that's important, but I really believe it is just one third of a successful Instagram strategy because if you don't consider what you actually like to make and what you have time to make, then most likely you are going to be on the fast track to burnout or just giving up because it's too frustrating. So if you want a strategy that's actually going to work for you in the long term, that's going to help you work towards these goals over the months and years that it will take to see that real authentic organic growth, then it's very, very important that your Instagram strategy is sustainable and not just, you know, the fast track to a lot of growth, but also something that you enjoy doing and that you actually have time for. Okay, so keep that in mind as I talk you through these three potential Instagram strategies. What I've done here is kind of designed a couple strategies based on that second piece that I was talking about. So depending on what your goals are for performance, these different formats of posts are kind of designed to help with that. But as I go through them, again, make sure you consider, are these formats of content that you actually like to make? Are these formats something that you actually have time to make? And keep that in mind as I talk through them because that's very important as well. If you have a goal of growing your audience by the end of the year, say you want to reach a certain follower count or you had a certain audience size in mind, then this might be a potential strategy that can help fast track that growth. Okay, so here's what I would recommend. We're going to have a five post weekly posting strategy, posting weekdays, Monday through Friday, obviously each day a different post. Okay, so let me talk you through what these different formats would be. So on Monday, you could post a reel with a trending audio. On Tuesday, an educational carousel graphic. On Wednesday, another reel with a trending audio. On Thursday, you could post a shareable meme. And then on Friday, one final reel with a trending audio. So let me tell you why this strategy would be so effective at audience growth. First of all, we know that reels are basically where it's at when it comes to reach. They can help you reach a larger audience than just who's already following you. And because you're using trending audios, you have an even better chance at doing that because people will be more likely to be recommended your content. Of course, it's also important that you don't just throw a reel up there with trending audio. You need to make sure that it's designed to reach the target audience you want to reach and it provides some value in terms of education or entertainment or whatever it might be. But doing this number of reels per week is definitely going to help you increase your reach and find more potential new followers. 
Now, in terms of educational carousel graphics, like I assigned for Tuesday, the reason why this is so effective is because it is valuable to people no matter whether they're following you already or not, or know who you are or not, right? So if you are providing information about a particular topic, if you can create a really nicely designed educational carousel, this is the kind of thing that your initial followers who already know you, who see it, they will most likely save it or potentially even share it to their story or comment or like. These are typically high engagement generating posts because they're so valuable. Like people get a lot out of them, so they engage with them. So then therefore this content is more likely to appear on the explore page where you can reach new audience members. So that's why it helps with growth. And when it shows up on the explore page, it's actually relevant to people who see it. You know, if you can somehow get just like a photo of you or some kind of personal content to appear on the explore page, which I admit is less than likely to happen, then once it shows up on the explore page, people aren't necessarily going to know what to do with it because they don't recognize that person. They don't know how to engage with it. But if it's an educational carousel that provides information or value to them in some way, then people that see that on the explore page are likely to engage with it and then potentially see more of your content on their explore page and eventually follow you. In my own experience with my content strategy, educational carousel graphics like this are always my top generators of new followers. When I look back at my content from the past year and I organize it by what has generated the most follows, the top like dozen posts are all carousel graphics because they're so effective at reaching a new audience and providing value to them in a way that makes them want to hit the follow button. Okay, and the final post format that I've suggested here for growth for your Thursday schedule in this case is a shareable meme. And the reason why memes work so well is because I mean, it's in like the name, they're so shareable, right? So it's something that can be relevant to people, whether or not they already know who you are. It's funny, it's very quick to consume, and people love to share these to their stories, which allows that organic boost in growth. Because if you can get your content shared on the stories of people that already follow you, chances are they might have some friends or some people following them that would also like your content. So then if they go ahead and share that meme to their story, then they might just end up tapping on the post, going to your profile, and hitting the follow button. So this can be another really, really great way to get some new eyes on your profile, which is why it helps so much with growth. So as a quick recap, if you're really thinking that growth is your main goal when you're finishing out the year, then you can consider this schedule. But Also, no, it doesn't have to specifically be this Monday through Friday schedule. Like, that's not super consequential. The important thing here is reels with trending audios, educational carousel graphics, and memes are some of the best formats that can help you with increased reach and therefore increased growth in 2022. Like, they're really working well right now. So consider incorporating those into your strategy, even if you can't post five times a week, you know, Make sure you consider, again, what you like making and what you have time for. Next up, let's talk about if your primary goal for the end of this year on Instagram is really increasing your engagement. So let's say you're happy with your existing audience size, or maybe you're looking for that slow and steady growth, but really you want to make sure that the people that are already following you are highly engaged. This is a content strategy you might want to consider. Okay, so Monday would be an educational high value reel, maybe a tutorial or a walkthrough of some kind. 
Tuesday would be a photo dump carousel with a vulnerable caption where you're talking about a personal experience. Wednesday would be a day in the life or behind the scenes style reel. Thursday would be an educational graphic carousel. And then Friday would be another educational high value reel, again, like a tutorial or something like that. So the reason why these formats work so well, first of all, educational like tutorial reels are super helpful for your existing audience. They don't necessarily go really viral. They might not even use a trending sound, but you provide some kind of tutorial or some kind of information that's really helpful for your audience. And people appreciate that. People appreciate when they come across content on their feed that actually helps them out in their everyday life. So they're more likely to save this, comment on it, like it. This is why it helps to increase your engagement because it targets the folks who are already following you and are going to appreciate this kind of high value content that you put a lot of effort into. So that accounts for Monday and Friday's content. So here's why I'm suggesting the photo dump carousel with the vulnerable caption for your engagement. This kind of content really targets the attention of your existing followers. So if you were to post just a photo carousel of yourself, like I was saying before, it's not the kind of thing that's really going to show up on the explore page because someone who doesn't already know who you are is most likely not going to be super interested in it. But people who already know you are obviously going to recognize you in the photo. And especially if you're sharing something personal or vulnerable in the caption, they're going to appreciate that realness and that openness and most likely will comment and like on this post. So again, this is going to specifically help increase engagement with people who already know who you are, who are already following you. And it helps develop that sense of closeness that you're looking for in your audience when you share on that kind of a personal level. Okay, so the day in the life style reel, that kind of personal reel, I think is a great item to incorporate into your content strategy when you're focusing on engagement for the same reason that the photo dump carousel works well. It's showing that more personal side. Again, if people recognize you, then they're more likely to engage with it, obviously, if they're already following you. And it just gives a little bit of that personal touch of behind the scenes in your life that people really appreciate and will engage with when they've already kind of come to know you through your other content. So I think this is also a fun thing to incorporate into your content um, because it is that personal side and it's kind of fun and easy to make for you just in your day-to-day life. But the people that are already a part of your community are going to appreciate it and engage with it as well. Finally, I've also recommended an educational graphic carousel as a part of your strategy for this. And the reason for that is this will kind of continue to help you with your growth goals as well, as I mentioned in the first example strategy, but it also will help increase your engagement with your existing audience because if it's something that is super valuable and interesting and, you know, helpful to somebody, they will, again, save it, potentially share it, like it, all that stuff. So it really does help with your engagement as well. And again, remember, you don't have to post five times a week. You don't even have to post them in this order. I just wanted to provide a concrete example of what a strategy could look like when you're focusing on increasing your engagement. But take what I provided and then run it through your questions of, do I like making this content? Do I have time to make this content? When you're considering whether to implement this for your own strategy for the end of the year. Okay, and the final example strategy that I wanted to share with you is if you have a goal of specifically converting more sales at the end of the year or throughout this year, then 
this revenue-led strategy might be helpful for you. So this is content that is specifically going to help you convert more sales. So again, I have a five post per week, Monday to Friday schedule to offer to you here. So let's talk through that. So on Monday, you could post an educational graphic carousel with a sales CTA on the final slide. So that's a sales call to action. On Tuesday, you could post an educational reel about your product or service and include a call to action at the end to check out the link in your bio. On Wednesday, you could post another educational graphic carousel with a sales CTA on the final slide. And on Thursday, we're going to go back to another educational reel with a product or service CTA. And then on Friday, you could post a photo with a caption talking about your product or service. So this could be a picture of you. So it's going to connect with your existing audience. Like they'll recognize you, but you will talk about your product or service in the caption. So I know this might sound like a lot, but the reason why this works is because you are staying top of mind with your audience who may be considering purchasing your offer. I know it can feel salesy. I know it can feel repetitive, but trust me, it only feels repetitive to you. On average, people need to see marketing content about a particular product or service seven times before they choose to make that purchase. So you need to show up on someone's feed a lot before they decide to make that call to actually go ahead and buy. So that's why if you make sure that all of your content includes some kind of sales call to action on it, then you're way more likely to actually make those conversions. And this content is not purely just sales content, right? You're providing education or value in some way through your carousels and through your reels, and then just tacking on a relevant call to action for one of your paid offers that, again, will just continue to provide more value for your followers. So once again, these are just examples, and they can totally be adjusted based on your goals, your time, and your priorities as you finish out the year. But my plan with sharing these with you is just that they can maybe give you a little jump start in reaching your goals before the year is over and give you a sense of the kind of content that might just help you work towards your particular Instagram goals that you maybe set out at the beginning of the year. So hopefully that can give you a jumping off point for designing a strategy that's going to work for you. Like I was saying before, everything that I've explained to you through this last section here of potential strategy suggestions and why certain types of posts help you work towards certain goals. That is just a little snippet from my brand new signature course, the Instagram Roadmap, which just launched today. I know, I'm so excited. It is now live and available for instant access, and I cannot wait for you to check it out. You can find it at the instagramroadmap.com. But let me just tell you a little bit about what you're going to take away from this course. When you join the Instagram roadmap and start learning, you are going to develop the foundational strategy and branding necessary for real growth on Instagram. You're going to understand the Instagram algorithm and how it can help you reach new audiences. Trust me, it's not holding you back. You just got to know how to use it. You'll also learn how to craft a system and a strategy that works for you and your lifestyle. Like I was saying before, so you can see growth, but not get burnt out. It's all about developing a unique and specific Instagram strategy that works for you and your audience. 
Throughout the course, you're also going to learn to recognize the most effective types of Instagram content that are growing accounts in 2022 and incorporate them into your own strategy. And finally, at the end of the course, you're going to learn to implement the most effective methods for monetizing your content and audience to build a reliable income as a content creator. So if you are ready to recommit to your goals this year and you're ready to crush those 2022 Instagram goals in this final quarter of the year, then I want to help guide you through your journey. And you can do that by signing up for my course, The Instagram Roadmap. Like I was saying, all of the details are at theinstagramroadmap.com. And there is a link in the show notes for you to check out. So you can go and see all of those details. If you have any questions about it at all, feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram at Katie Steckley. And I'd love to get back to you or send any inquiries to hello at katiesteckley.com. And we'll be happy to answer any of your questions. I cannot wait to guide you through this content creator journey in my new course, the Instagram roadmap. So make sure you go check that out. And I can't wait to see you on the inside. As always, thanks for listening, and I will catch you in the next episode of the Creator Club Podcast. Thanks so much for listening to the Creator Club Podcast. This show is produced by Creatorly Media, a social media and content marketing agency by creators for creators. If you want professional help growing your social media platforms or creating your content, come visit us at creatorlymedia.com or at creatorlymedia on Instagram. If you've listened this far into the episode, we want to know who you are. Seriously, thank you so much for listening. Screenshot your podcast app and share it to your Instagram story, tagging at Creatorly Media or at Katie Steckley so that we can chat. Again, thanks for listening and remember to keep on creating. We'll catch you next time.